previously on Chapter Plays. When you guys get on board, the, uh, we see the, the Nazi soldiers kneeling to fire, um, but uh, a voice calls out to them and says, No, cannot afford to have an incident here in Cairo. We are still operating under the shield of darkness. We must return to the warship. Marquetta, we'll have a discussion about how we managed to let them escape your clutches. We were just that. And she grimaces and says, Yabon, father. And she motions to the soldiers and the remaining goons, and they begin cleaning up and heading back to the little submarine to go to the bigger warship somewhere out in the uh, Mediterranean. And at this point, uh, we can see Emma, Jean-Pierre, and Shay heading to a safe house. Craig. Hi, Craig. Um, we're not bullying you yet. Well, Hi, Craig. How's your wife and kids? <laughs> you think talking to him in that way is going to help Craig's issues? I mean, Hopefully. it can't hurt. Well, um, maybe sure. it's something else we're doing while we're talking. It, it, it's like those old folk remedies where people just took random pot shots in the dark. Because they were doing a specific thing, and that specific thing always worked out, so then that's how you get, like, you know, if I chug an entire two-liter bottle of Verner's, then I'll get over my cold. No, the cold went away normally. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you just happen to keep chugging stuff, whether or not it was helping. Yeah, and I have no qualms against that. Verner's is a hell of a good ginger ale, and there must be something to do with all the Midwest audience that I just alienated that we might have. But no, yeah. it's colds go away, buddy. Yes, I've I've seen the 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 analytics, and it's pretty clear that our one listener is in Ohio. Um, so apologies to the Midwest. Apologies to the Midwest. But on the plus side, um, hello, person in Ohio. We just dunked on Michigan, so hopefully you'll get your friends to listen next time. <laughs> right. Um. All right. So when we left off, um, it's been a while. Uh, sickness nice. and technical issues have uh, interrupted the flow, but uh, we're back. And we're catching up with our heroes as they continue their investigation of a heat ray that appears to be in the possession of the nefarious Marquetta Orlock, daughter of the equally nefarious Baron Orlock. Uh, two villains that have crossed our uh, heroes' paths a few times now. And, um, they apparently were responsible for a large-scale ship fire that killed quite a few people, and uh, they suspect that they're trying to use it possibly to take control of shipping in the Atlantic. Um, so, on that uh, tangent, your characters have figured out that uh, a likely next target for the Orlocks and their heat ray is the uh, large-scale cruise ship, the SS Manhattan, 
It's a big, nice luxury cruise liner, uh, the uh, Queen Mary sort of vein with uh, a lot of uh, upscale um, cabins and entertainment, shuffleboard and drawing rooms and smoking rooms and a spa and a ballroom and all that sort of thing. And um, certainly if the heat ray was targeting it, you could end up with even more casualties than the previous one. So it's in your interest to uh, try to suss out if it's going to be targeted, when it's going to be targeted, and how you can try to prevent that from happening. Um, so let's start with so that you guys are in London, you're on the docks, and you are in the vicinity of where the SS Manhattan is located, off of one of the piers there, with a big gangplank and a fairly large uh, bit of hoopla surrounding the boarding of it, um, as it's still a relatively new ship, and uh, steam travel or ship travel at this time still has a certain amount of glamour surrounding it. Um, where are you guys positioned? Where do you want to be in the vicinity of the ship? Do you want to, like, be getting on board? Do you want to be just kind of keeping an eye on things? I want to get on board, yeah. Um, I don't know about okay. everybody else. There, sure. So I'll, uh... It's a ship voyage. She gets to use it as work. This is... This is the dream. Yeah, you know, I... Street and fucking Smith ain't gonna pay for this shit. Very true. Uh, Shay is probably going uh, is gonna be trying to uh, get on a sort of a labor sort, just to hopefully get to locations that the others can't. Okay. Uh -uh. And also because he feels more comfortable in that than he would trying to pretend to be a guest on a ship. Uh, yeah, I don't see him coming on board in a tennis outfit with a straw hat and a banjo. At least not without looking, without looking like he uh, he's wearing a costume that is three sizes too big for a guy that's like, or two, three sizes too small for him. Probably too like he's just probably, like, yeah. yeah, just looks like he's extremely stiff and just like afraid of afraid of moving, like. <laughs> You know that that highly overacted version of uh, of feeling awkward. I don't know. Woodhouse did tend to like a lot of broad-shouldered guys. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking of as the Bertie and Brewster stories from uh, Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry. Um, yeah, well, Bertie was thinner, but Smith played cricket, so he was like. You know, built kind of like a very a very slender athletic truck. Oh, okay. Or not Smith, Mike. Um, Who is that? Is that one of his other protagonists? Yeah, it was one of the other stories. Uh, Smith was spelled P S M I T H. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And okay. And so he would have like Mike was a cricketer who would hang out with him, and eventually Smith was the um, guy who the series was named after because he was more interesting than Mike. Ah. Well, what about Merle? Is he blending in with the passengers or is he trying some other way of uh, getting on board? Jean-Pierre? Oh. Yes. Jean-Pierre. Dang it, I have been muted for the past 
five, six minutes. <laughs> oh, I've been no. talking. Someone else knows my pain. I've been friggin' talking. Gosh dang it. Uh, okay, most of it wasn't that important. Uh, okay. But yes, Jean-Pierre is... Um, let's say he's he's trying to kind of charm his way uh, in, in among the... Uh, yeah, among the passengers. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's you know going to be middle class or upper middle class or wealthy elites for the most part. Um, there's probably you know I guess steerage class for for lower income passengers, but in the you know the Great Depression, the gap between the haves and the have-nots was almost as huge as it is now. Um, and oh. uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a deep commentary there. Um not, not invalid. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, you guys are boarding and um let's see, I don't know. What's you guys make rolls to see how well you blend in. We're not gonna spend a lot of time in detailing the logistics of you know forged identification papers or tickets or whatever. We'll just assume you, you get on board and are where you need to be, but how well do you uh, fit in with your particular class of passenger? And I'll say this is difficulty one. Um, I'll say there is, I'll say a one point complication of naval security. Um, I'm gonna say presence and culture. Okay. Just for uh, uh, that is not what I wanted. I wanted a core role, not a generic role. I, I keep getting those mixed up because I keep thinking Jen is general. Um, so yeah, on roll twenty, it has core, Jen, and init. Um, core is a core role. That's the role I actually have to make. Um, Jen is generic, but I keep thinking it's general for like, oh, this is a general role. This isn't a specialized role. And then there's init, which is initiative, which is the obvious one. Um, TLDR, I'm a dumbass. All right. Well, dice. you got one success. Um, that, that so you'll, exactly you'll, complication. you'll succeed, but you might attract some notice from the naval security. Um, right. um, it's up to you. If you don't succeed, that means you don't get as much information. Maybe you're seen as a little suspicious by the other passengers. But on the other hand, you might not attract attention of the the sea uh, cops or whatever we want to call them. Oh, bugger all this for a lark. If I'd used influence, um, I could have done snappy patter. Well. But uh, no. I... Uh, and of course, by the way, in case it's not clear, you guys have your full pools of inspiration at this point. Whatever your normal permanent yeah. rating is, that's how much inspiration you currently have. And uh, uh, any conditions that you had from the previous session has gone away. Um, I was basically thinking of using um, fast talk, but that's specifically uh, the the um, edge comes off of influence and not a... Uh, well, okay. Not it's nice. something to remember next time. Um, but let's have the rest of you roll, and then you can tell me how you want to use your success if you get one or more. All right. Uh... All right. I'm rolling empathy and presence just to say that out loud before I roll. 
Okay, thank you. Um, oh. Well. Yeah, uh, he got a botch. That's not so much fun. Uh, Alright, unless you... You dropping anything have, on this? Well, no, it, it, it... I don't think it matters, like... I mean, if I get a success, I can, I can oh. undo it, but... Yeah, it'd be a failure, true. not a botch. Okay. Well, no, you I, do, you guys you have, um, you have three, Oh, um, yeah, it would be yeah, a momentum. Three yeah. momentum at the moment. Oh. I'll, I'll spend one of it. What's okay. the worst? At least then it'll be, like, a not yeah, quite a point flip to, to try to... <laughs> Make something better out of it, so I think I can just roll it like this. I mean, the good news is I can't make this roll worse. There's no way to make it worse. That is hey! true. We're not the worst. I, I yeah. got a success. Uh, success. <laughs> for okay. the, I, I will take whatever complication comes with uh, succeeding but not overcoming the Okay. Uh, overcoming the complication. 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 <sighs> overcoming the conflagration that suddenly started. Mm -hmm. uh, no, that's for later. We have to oh, let's save that for the for after we find two clues and then <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. we we find out the way that the the laser is going to get here, and then the conflagration happens. Right. I've seen this movie before. We all have, I think. Yeah. <laughs> many um, times. Several times. Uh, Many-toothed worms eating people, if I remember right. Oh, wow. Was that King Kong? Uh, it's no. Treat Williams' finest oh, hour. Oh, deep rising, deep rising. Different, different many-toothed worms. I freaking love that movie. Um, God, okay. That movie's better than it has any right to be. Best Lovecraft adaptation ever. Yeah, all right. Uh, so for Jean Pierre, um, tell me if this is no good. But I just had a, a whim. Uh, he's passing himself off uh, to the other passengers as he's. he's I am, uh, you know, the 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 deposed prince of a a small. Uh, small European nation. Eastern oh, okay. Europe, you wouldn't have heard of it. Just like sure. tra traveling incognito. You you want to keep it under your hat. Alright, I'll say that we'll have one difficulty, one complication for naval security, and one other complication for uh, other nobles. Okay. Oh god, he does not actually know how to pass himself off as a noble. <laughs> uh... I thought larceny and ah heck one second ah heck with it larceny and manipulation okay uh it's core cool. roll that is four in larceny and three in manipulation and just making sure that he doesn't have anything that would apply here does uh, convincing liar help on this I would think, I think it, it would. would. Skilled liar. Character can lie with ease and conviction. Gains two enhancement on all attempts to deceive others. 
Okay. Uh, so, so yeah. So two enhancement. Now let's see how it goes. Yeah, four successes. You're good. So uh, yeah. you blend right in. You are assumed to be what you claim to be, and uh, whatever uh, access that gives you, you can assume that you probably get on the first uh, leg of the trip. Okay. Basically, the good booze. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. But, you know, it's probably like slightly smaller social circles and card games oh. and things going on. Maybe the the captain's table. Um, so... You never had to mention Formosa, so instantly you're up on every other con person of the period. And Emma, are you trying to avoid the police, or are you just going to accept some complication from them? I'm going to accept some hassle from them. Okay. Um, because I'm basically just acting like I'm supposed to be here. So. Okay. So, uh, yeah. We see you guys uh, getting about on the decks and in the cabins and so on and so forth for f the first few hours of the departure from England heading out across the Atlantic and um, as you are touring the uh, SS Manhattan uh, I'll say Shay and Emma both can tell that there are some uh, officers of the crew that have come close a few times to like approaching you and asking you a question with concerned looks on their faces so they're they're aware there's something off about you but um you don't know exactly what that is and what they plan on doing about it but they the the watch is out at least for some at least two potentially suspicious passengers so it's not necessarily an immediate problem but it could uh boil over into something later and uh, as you're only two suspicious people, I, I imagine mm -hmm. there are many more. But anyways, yeah, it, you will I'm also. Sure. I'd say both At feel that two. this is this is more security or attention to security than there normally would be on a cruise like this. Sounds about right. Uh, so that means the people aboard probably know what's going on. Well, okay, I mean, the people uh, who are uh, in charge of the ship generally have some idea that bad things have happened, but not really any special understanding of what, what and how. And Yeah. All right, so uh, let's see. So, Emma, you are fitting in with the... Uh, different passengers and um at uh, the first night they have um you know a big uh welcoming sort of party slash social event in the ballroom with drinking and dancing and um you happen to catch gossip that um somebody said that uh they saw some Royal Navy ships that were tailing behind the Manhattan after it left port. Oh, you don't think they'd try the same trick twice, do you? I mean, it's entirely possible, but 
I, I wouldn't think they'd be that stupid after the first time with the German submarines. <laughs> Dear God, that was only, what, 20, 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, sentiment seems to be that, you know, maybe there's been some threats made or something, but nobody really is connecting it to, to what happened with the Moro Castle, much less anything about a heat ray. But um, there's definitely uh, a sense of wariness once that gossip gets around. Uh, it's referring to the Lusitania, I believe. The comments I was making about it happened 30 years ago were um, referring to the Lusitania. The message I sent oh, Merle in the game chat about just straight up find about Emma Thompson. French is a nod to every period piece of the 80s and 90s that oh, she yeah. played like a woman of luxury who was very easily swayed in weird situations. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Good to because, know. Because you know, if you're from, if you were an actor from a specific point in time of Oxbridge, usually you ended up in like at least sixty yeah. merchandise or something. Right. Yeah. Yep. A lot of those were set in the twenties and thirties, actually. Sorry about the distraction. It's cool. No problem. Uh, I was just yeah. also feeling worried for people that don't know their early 20th century history because okay. <laughs> uh, the Lusitania yeah. was an ill-conceived arms run by the American forces to get Britain guns that the Germans then blew the hell up mm -hmm. it was then yeah. used by and it was it happened to like look like a, a civilian ship also and many civilians died Absolutely, alien ship. Um, it was just also mm. they were using it to it was a... run guns. And right, so right. A civilian ship full of guns. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not full. But... Right. A civilian ship like... where they were hiding. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, packing a bunch of RPGs on a 747 and flying it into the Middle East. Um, yeah. Killed more than a thousand people when it went down. Yeah. yeah. Was it that many? 1,198 passengers and crew. I had to look it up. God. Well, on that happy note, um, to, to jump, on, jump here. Let's avoid more that. Um, so yeah, uh, you are at uh, the captain's table on that same uh, night in the same ballroom, and you hear different stories that, um, that are a little more concrete perhaps that uh, the captain has been advised by one of the royal ministers uh, uh, somebody from you know high up the echelon of the British government that uh, Her Majesty's Navy will be escorting from a safe distance uh, the ship because of some concerns about security and that uh, he's been advised and his crew has been advised as well to keep an eye out for potentially dangerous-looking foreigners or uh, suspicious characters who don't belong on the ship. Which uh, probably explains why Shay and Emma noticed uh, an increase of security. Alright. Um, but yeah, you're, you are, you know, uh, probably eccentric and 
distant enough in the minds of the people there that uh, none of this, it, you being there and acting like you do, does not occur to them that you could be one of these suspicious foreigners. Um, so that's good. And uh, a noble from a nation nobody's ever heard of has absolutely nothing suspicious. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Shay, you're down below decks working among the uh, pipes and steam and all of the uh, loud, clanky parts that make the boat go. The engine room, I guess, is what it's called. Uh, boiler room, also, maybe. And uh, those guys, pretty disinterested in any of that gossip. But they do start talking about what happened to the Murnau Castle and their theories that they've heard about uh, possibly uh, some sort of sabotage and that uh, they have been keeping an eye out for any workers that uh, don't seem to fit in. And um, most of that suspicion is probably being thrown towards people that are not from the United Kingdom, so luckily that kind of works in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> what? Aren't you the from the United one. Kingdom? Uh, I'm from Ireland. Is it the part of the United Kingdom at this point? Uh, or never? Um, I, okay, am I getting it backwards? Am I getting the Great Britain, United Kingdom thing backwards? I, I may be. Great Britain is the island containing Scotland, England, and Wales. Okay. United yeah, Kingdom, Kingdom of Great Britain and currently Northern Ireland. Right. Uh -huh. Scotland, England, Wales, Northern Ireland. Yeah, I Ireland kind of has. I mean, yeah. Uh, it was um, it was occupied at this point, essentially. Yeah. That's yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I always um, forget that that yeah. ha that. Wait, wait, wait. What what year are we in? Nineteen thirty-four. Um, okay. Uh, the Anglo-Irish Treaty was um. Anglo-Irish Treaty was 1920s, 1921. Okay. So, so it would have been... <laughs> well, let's not get too bogged down in this. Uh, but yeah. I think, it, essentially, you being uh, of Irish extraction it means you fit in with a goodly portion of the men that are working down in right. the Edinburgh. They're looking for suspicious, like... Uh, People outside of the uh, the the aisles, all of the aisles nearby. Yes. Yeah, and apologies for any ignorance on our part about this topic. Um, hey, role playing we, is educational. Yeah, yeah. especially we, historical. We, right. Wow. We, we do not claim to be historians. We claim to be people who like to uh, roll dice and sometimes do. Funny bit. Have we ever had a funny bit in this game? <laughs> Not intentionally, I don't think. I think uh, we've had a few that have that have come off from like uh, things just going off the rails. But yeah, okay. I mean, right. Jean Pierre is to some extent uh, intentionally a little bit comedic. Sure, sure. He's yeah, we've, charming. We've yes. had moments. Um, we've had things here and there. I think most of our bits were contained in a three-hour episode a while back. That had absolutely no <laughs> role playing in it, ironically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it happens. But is our so, bits a bit? Yes. yes yeah. It is. All right. So, uh, yeah. 
so some time passes. You guys do, um, I assume, communicate with each other some of your findings somehow and um, correlate those findings. Uh, you do realize that there are some, uh, what look like there's two destroyers and some sort of uh, light cruiser off in the distance, um, tailing the, the ship, keeping an eye out theoretically, uh, looking for anything dangerous up ahead. But so far, there hasn't been any sign of that. Now, on the second day, you guys can make a roll to see if you pick up on some suspicious activity taking place. I'm going to say because of the scale of the ship, this will be difficulty three. Uh, no complication. Actually, no, I'll put naval security on there as well. If it gets triggered again, then maybe some, some crew people actually could front somebody. All right. Well, All right. for this, um, I don't have influence. Is influence actually a skill? No. Is influence just a kind of role? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I... it's it's one of the, the things you can do in um, intrigue scenes, which is sort of their term for social scenes in uh, Trinity Continuum. Oh, okay. That's when you try to uh, convince somebody to do something, I believe, as then... opposed to trying to become their friend or change their attitude towards you. Then, because I'm specifically trying to find something out, I'm going to play the gossip a little bit. Um, because she is, like, right in there, right in the middle, and um, and she can do this. I'm going to uh, basically, like, gossip around and, you know, drop a couple of little pearls here, drop a couple of things there. Um, and just try to fish for information by being part of multiple conversations and trying to steer them towards things I want to know. So that'll be... Um... Well, okay, sure. I mean, this is more of like you being somewhere and something happening that you notice. Oh. Okay, that's different. Um... Yeah, well, think about it. Um, does somebody else have a, a pool they want to try? Thinking. Thinking, mm -hmm. thinking, thinking. Uh problem is my brain does not want to. Well, uh I'll tell you cunning and integrity is a good catch all for just noticing stuff. Fair enough then. Or is it resolve and integrity? Either one. Integrity not exactly my specialty. And too cunning. Gives me a slightly higher chance of not completely botching. Mm -hmm. Integrity and cunning. And... Well, two successes are better than none. Okay. Is... Uh... Uh, what was the complication, though? The difficulty was three. The complication yeah. was one for naval security. This being uh, information gathering, however, you will still get the core clue, which okay. is that uh, you observe a person standing on one of the upper decks. It's not a crew member, um, but they are seeming to flash a light over the uh, 
the railing. Um, this is like evening time. And they're pointing towards the southwest, which uh, directs you towards the, the rough direction of your destination in New York. Ah. Are they doing it to any code that Jean-Pierre, uh, however potentially tipsy, might be not with Not with that many successes. You Fair don't, enough. You don't know much else. You just spot the person. So, okay. uh, Shay's going to be uh, looking for anything uh, sabotage related. Okay. Uh, on, board the, to, on board the ship? On board the ship. Okay. Making it an easier target or like, he doesn't know how exactly how the laser works. He just knows it lasers. Uh, excuse uh, me, it's a heat ray. It's not a laser. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all uh, heat ray uh, aficionados. That that one's that one's on me. Dear uh, University no. of Ohio Physics Department. Yeah. Apologize. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the the heat ray, the ray of heat. I think that's actually a D and D thing, so we can't call it that either. I'm going to use science and intellect, or science and counting, because those are the same thing. All right. Okay. I'll say I, this this one is difficulty two. Um no complication. Alright. Let's see here. Uh, okay. diff, um, mm. got one. You'll still get a core clue, but uh you won't get any more than that. Uh no, I think I'm gonna spend an inspiration to get to use my intuitive facet to okay. get the, the the next one. Okay, so you, in that case, you got two successes. Right, I I to succeed and get an extra success. I okay. No, I, I said understand. that wrong. I you understand. understand. All uh, right, so uh, yes, yeah, so you're looking around. You don't see any signs of sabotage. Um, in fact, you see that. Uh, there have been guards posted. Um, it seems to be a new development in the engine area, um, even causing some uh, interference with the laborers as they're trying to do their work. But uh, they're trying to be extra special safe about making sure nobody gets to the engine. And uh, it remind, you recall that the heat ray, the way it worked, was it was seemingly fired from a distance at the Moro Castle. It was not something internal to the ship. Uh, so, yeah, so she's going to note that uh, but I think okay I don't want to make too many assumptions but I think that they think that it started with an engine fire and that's what they're trying to stop but they don't know what they're looking for yeah it could be it's, it's a possibility uh, but yeah Shay's gonna go look for the people further above decks to hopefully uh, 
hopefully confirm and or figure out what's if anything's going on. Alright, so back to Emma. Did you have an idea of a pool you wanted to try? Um, just to see if anything's amiss aboard the ship? Yes. Um, I'd like to get into the cargo hold, but the way I'd like to get into the cargo hold is by looking like it's a blind stumble, and that I was I, I got lost and turned around somewhere else, and play up the yeah. entire, like, oh, how terrible my weak brain has gotten me into a fix with this awful sense of direction, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, sure. So I'll say, I, I say it'll be uh, two sure. difficulty with one complication for security. Alright, then this is going to be um, larceny and manipulation. Okay. And it doesn't technically matter if, how many successes you get unless you want to get more information or if you get a botch. Okay, well, I got a failure. Okay. Um, so, do you want compensation for that or do you want to try to, to get more successes? I want to try and get more successes on that, honestly. Okay. Right now, you guys have three momentum. Anyone okay with me spending a point of it? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, I will spend a point of momentum. And because we haven't played in, like, almost a month, um, does this mean just a uh, roll one more die? Yeah, just roll a d10. Alright. Hmm. No. Alright. So, uh, happily, even though you failed, you get a point of momentum back as compensation. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the guard uh, that you run into um, says, Hey, you. Yes, you lady. What are you trying to do over here? I've been seeing oh, you around here. You don't look like you uh, belong on board. Don't fit in the manifest as far as I can tell. What's your name? Oh, God, I have to think of a name. Ah. Miss Dalton. Miss Dalton. Yes. All right. So, uh, now, unless you spend dramatic editing or inspiration on dramatic editing to say that there just happens to be a Dalton on board the, sh the ship, he's not going to uh, find that name on the, the register. That would be inspiration? Yeah. Great. Yeah. There's a Josephine Dalton on board the ship. All right. So it's Josephine Dalton. Okay. What's your room number, Miss Dalton? Oh, God. No, I've done that. Um... Let's. Uh, I think it's uh, two thirty-seven. Mm, no, no, doesn't seem right. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to take you over to talk with somebody oh, about this. Look, I'm just. I got lost and I wound up down here. Could you? Would you be a gentleman and escort me back to my room? All right. Give me a influence check. So this is some sort of social influence uh, trying to convince him to basically let it go. All right. Well, I will, um, because I invoked be a gentleman in my speech to him, then I'm going to use culture just to put the social pressure screws to him and manipulation. 
And I do actually get to use my edges on this, so that will be a thing as soon as I get out of this generic role. Why do I keep picking the generic role? Uh, it's going to be something I'm going to keep doing. Um, collect cunning. No, manipulation. There we are. All right. So I'll say difficulty is one. Yeah. All right. So you got it by two. And I remove a complication because... Um, oh, okay. Because I'm using Snappy Patter, it's an influence roll. Good. So yeah, you don't have to worry about the, the added security complication. So you got two more successes than you needed. You can get use those to create an enhancement, create a complication, or some other stunt like that. Okay. Um, I think uh, just an enhancement to make it easier to get around the ship. Um, I think Emma didn't realize that there was a Josephine Dalton on board. Mm -hmm. That Josephine Dalton didn't actually make it on board the ship, even though like her birth was paid for. And <laughs> now, as long as she can maintain this identity, which is in no way a fucking certainty because it's Emma mm -hmm. and her are shit, um, she can basically probably BS her way around the ship um, and lean on social pressure if she needs to. Okay, so I'll say the enhancement is uh, Josephine Dalton. Excellent. So people believe that you are this missing passenger, and uh, he takes you to your real cabin, which we'll say is 273, not 237, of course, and um, he, he chalks it up to just a simple uh, misunderstanding, uh, apologizes and uh, you know gives you the key or whatever so you can get in Excellent. and go in and yeah you see it's got uh, it's you know it's not the most fancy berth or whatever but it's definitely not terrible and uh, I don't know well, there's probably a few it. items waiting for you there if whatever Josephine Dalton would have asked for in her cabin uh, I'd say unless you just want to spend inspiration um, for dramatic editing, it's probably nothing super useful. Um. God, I would want to use that there, but no. Um, that'd be evil of me to use that there, but no. Uh, I was thinking, could I use safe house? But no, I'll use inspiration to just, um, I'll use a point of inspiration for dramatic editing. She isn't someone who's like actively involved with the weirdness of the Eon society and all of that. Um, but Ms. Dalton did know a thing or two. Okay. Before she was waylaid. Hmm. I don't know what that thing or two is. Um, I will think on that. Oh, I got an idea. Okay, awesome. so, uh, yeah, you come into this cabin, and you see there's a steamer trunk waiting for you with uh, JD emblazoned um, on it, and um, there's a map on a table or on the wall, maybe, of the Atlantic with a couple of thumbtacks in it indicating locations of mysterious shipwrecks in the recent past, and a lot of them are kind of clustered there along the eastern coast of America, North America. Um, yeah. Well, now that's interesting. All around the east coast like that. 
So something I forgot to tell you guys about. Um, in uh, Adventure, with an exclamation point, uh, the talents known as Daredevils can use momentum as inspiration. So if they don't have enough inspiration, you can actually use momentum for dramatic editing. As a yeah. one for one. Yeah. That's certainly something I won't abuse later in the future. <laughs> I know, it's pretty handy, considering how big the pool can get. So just uh, something to remind you. So while that's going on, uh, jump here. You've seen the man that was signaling over the railing. He's walking through the crowd. Do you want to try to catch up with him or keep an eye on him? What do you, what do you want to do? Uh, I absolutely want to try, try to bump up against him and pickpocket him. Okay. So this guy <laughs> is... Put my drink on him in the process, just for additional cover. A relatively dangerous character, so I'll say... Let's see what's inappropriate difficulty for this. All right, I'm going to roll for him to see what he gets for noticing you, and you roll for trying to pick his pocket, and we'll figure something out. I'll tell you get at least one enhancement from the crowd. All right, uh, and I would like to use... Uh, so if there are going to be any complications assessed on this, uh, um, maybe one for security. Um, not really worth it. I, I was thinking of using that was already mine, but, uh, no, 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 not really worth it at that point. If it's just a one point, uh, all right. So you got one success. So you just need one or more, really, to succeed, I think. Okay. More will be more useful. Larceny and... Dexterity. Dexterity is what I was thinking. Okay. No modifiers, no enhancements. You get one and... enhancement for the crowd. Oh. oh, okay. Yes, so one enhancement for the crowd. And watch as I botch. Ah, yes, no. Thank you, not a botch. All right, so you got three successes. So you got two more than you needed. I'll say uh, the first thing you get is that um, this fellow's name is. All right, so you get his wallet. I'll say. All right, and um, in the wallet you find his driver's license. It says that he's uh, from the state of New York, and. Um, it claims that he's a shoe salesman. A likely story. And um, with the extra success, what do you want to know? What sort of clue do you want to have uh, beyond that about this person? Uh, oh, and his name is Tony Bascone. Tony Bascone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how much I can ask for with this question. With so extra, with extra, extra successes on information gathering, you can. It's pretty wide open. Like you can say, "How is this guy connected to the the heat ray or the orlocks?" You can even suggest oh, yes. maybe you could you know invent a clue like uh, he has a matchbook on him that names a speakeasy in New York or something. But uh, ultimately, the, the point is that you're getting more information that'll help you get to the solution faster. Okay. Uh, is there any indication of what kind of message he was sending? Like a code book or something? Sure. Yeah. 
I'll say you find a scrap of paper which uh, has looks like um, yeah, it's like an a adaptation of Morse code, but uh, it's not the same. It's uh, it is commenting on. Uh, it looks like the the code he sent. What you saw of it, you think? Actually, no, you didn't get a good look at that. But you did. You do see that there are different options, and they include things like um, safe passage, um, someone's watching, need help, things like that. Okay, so I didn't see what he sent, but I can see what the vocabulary would have been. Right, and it was definitely yeah. it was definitely a coded message. That's right. All right, worth keeping an eye on, Monsieur Bascon. So he he gives you a look as you bump into him and doesn't catch you Ooh. lifting his billfold, right. and he says, "Hey, out it away, buddy." And he kind of strolls down the deck uh, with a kind of hoodlum style gait on his way to some other business. All right. So, did you want to f try to tr tail him around the boat, or do you want to just let him go for the time being? I mean, it's not that big a boat. It's pretty big. It's got like twelve hundred oh, people you... on it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, probably safer to uh, to try to tail him. Okay. As opposed to, to relying on being able to find him again later. Right. Uh, so yeah, let's see what you can do. Um, I'd say this will be another opposed role. Um, the complication will be the crowd this time, since it's easier for him to blend in. All right. Uh... So one complication for crowd and difficulty. Let's see. This will be larceny again, and... The difficulty one. Would there be presence? Would presence work for this? No, that's not really. Presence would be to, to not get caught. Um, no, pre no, presence is more like being noticed. It's like the opposite of what you want to do. Yeah, hang on. Uh, Cunning, then... manipulation, dexterity, resolve. Cunning. The, my last roll was dexterity, so make this one cunning. Okay. Um, enhancement or anything? Mm -mm. Too close to a failure there. Uh, well, you got two successes, and... so there was one difficulty, one complication, so you succeeded. You just don't okay. get extra successes for stunts. But you find his cabin is on, I don't know, we'll say, coincidentally, it's in the same hall as uh, 273. So it's like 258. Oh, He's got a cabin there. Uh, and you do see him kind of shoot a look over his shoulder as he's going into the cabin and like you know walk backwards into the room and lock it after he's entered alright so hopefully he didn't notice uh, he was being followed nope doesn't okay. look like it as you're standing there though you do see somebody that is uh, let me think about this well you don't know that uh, that Emma is in to 273, I said. Oh, boy, it's a good bunch of numbers. Uh, so the, the room that uh, she went in that uh, the lady Dalton, Josephine yeah. Dalton, uh, that room, 
uh, there's a, a woman, a young pretty woman with short blonde hair and um, sort of business-like attitude about her that is walking up to the door uh, to open it. And when she tries to open the door, she finds it's locked. And she looks around, sees you, and then it starts walking in the other direction. Just like like quickly walking or just like... No, pretty casually. She's doing a good job of trying to not look like she's doing anything suspicious, but it's still kind of suspicious. Uh, pardon, madame. Uh, are you perhaps lost? Could I be of assistance? Oh, hello. Um, well, actually, I was wondering, do you know where the um, the man in charge of the, the keys is? Because I think there's been a mistake. My... Um, my cabin is locked, and I did not leave it locked. God damn it! Um, this, and this is a woman that John Blue has no reason to be suspicious of. No, unfortunately, you're not aware of any connection to your friend. Yep. Uh, is it going to just throw things completely off if he decides to be chivalrous and help her get into her cabin? Nope. Do it. Yeah, um, so yeah, Jean-Pierre is going to... Well, uh, uh, pardon, I, these these doors get a little bit uh, jammed in the damp and all. Perhaps I can, uh, if you'll give me a moment, and he's going to try to pick the lock. Okay. Oh, no. So it's probably only a difficulty one lock. All right, Actually, Larson... I'll say, uh, no, no, I'm going to say it's difficulty one, but there's a complication on it of one point of a uh, wired alarm system. Ooh. Which may, challenging. may not set off anything on the boat, but uh, is in of itself suggestive that there's more to this door than we suspect at first. Right. Okay. Let's see that roll. Oh, that's a botch. That is not good. Ooh, wow. On seven dice. On seven dice. The Ugh. dice are not particularly kind at times. All right, so you guys get two compensation in the form of momentum, and what happens is, as you're trying to pick the lock, the bursar or whatever uh, that was talking to Emma sees two suspicious people trying to break into Miss Dalton's room, and he blows his whistle and calls for the guards, and the woman says, damn it! And she is going to take something out of her purse and throw it on the ground, and it creates a cloud of smoke. And she is going to grab Jean-Pierre's hand and move towards one of the stairwells as fast as possible to try to lose the guards. Is, how is he somehow suddenly an accomplice to somebody else's larceny? <laughs> <laughs>
gadgetexraction team at gmail.com.